wrestling fans, hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma once again, smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. Quinn, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay because tomorrow is my Christmas. Tomorrow's your Christmas? Yes. And what's that mean? Explain. Opening day of college baseball. Now, so are you going to be anywhere or just sitting at home watching it all? No, I'm at the Nick, Nick Dins Field, WKU, baby. Down there freezing my butt off. Oh, yeah, it is supposed to get cold overnight. Yeah, goes from like 70 to, to 40. I mean, what the, I mean, geez. Yeah, they couldn't have had it last week when it was nice. And a couple of days this week it was nice. No, let's get it when it drops down to butt crack cold. <laughs> so, yeah, well, well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so you'll be, uh, You'll be on. You'll be on the road a lot this year. I know in the past you've been on the road quite a bit. We're just going to middle. That's all. Uh, we're going. Well, let me rephrase that. Well, yeah, middle because we're going to Louisville. But look, I keep forgetting I live in Bowling Green now, so Louisville's not that. It's only like an hour thirty minutes now. Yeah. And then we're going to go to uh, to Vanderbilt, watch them play Vanderbilt, which that's just an hour. So, so middle's basically probably the furthest. You know. So no, we're not going no long trip like we did. Like we went to. Marshall last year, and that was I about died from that trip. It was so long, but now middle is about as far as we're gonna go. So, yeah, that's still so. a good bit of traveling, though. Hey, uh, you know. And you stay a couple days, right? Yeah, we're in middle, we're staying two days Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah, might to might to hook up and go to the old farmer's kitchen or whatever it's called. There it is, yeah, farmer's buffet <laughs> or yeah. uh, or what has replaced Chef Wings. Yeah, yeah, you, you, if you want, you, you gotta go, you know, check it out. Yeah, you know, do a, do, a, do a test run for us. <laughs> if not, we'll just go to the uh, the Mexican buffet. There it is. Yeah, hey, exactly. That, that yeah, and you smart me up to that. I'm like, yeah, definitely. It'll take you four or anyway, five hours right. to get home. You'll have to make stops. Well, no, no, it won't. You'll oh, just be like, we'll drive faster. Oh man, I think about that. <laughs> it's on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Well, we'll have to be after the game. So, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Have to right stock up on modium that morning. <laughs> yeah, have to have to work it out. All right. Well, yeah, let's not let's not go any further down that topic. This is it's yeah. getting dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we've got two matches this week. Uh, yours on paper looks like it's going to be a humdinger, and mine's going to be something. <laughs> uh, and so, I believe I uh, I'm first this week. Yeah, you're first. All right, my match is brought to us by Stomper Goldie over on the YouTubes. It is British Bulldogs versus Bad News Allen and Duke Myers. This is from Stampede Wrestling. It's eight minutes and, well, it says six seconds now that I have it pulled up. Six or seven, yep. I'll say both. Um, are you all zeroed out? I'm ready to roll. All right, you guys at home get zeroed out and hit play in three, two, one, play. I even got a handshake. Oh yeah, man. Bad news is uh, looks looks pretty. St- I mean, he's always looked stout, but he had a little bit of a belly in New York. He's getting his belly there. Yeah, Dude, a little bit. Those ropes always killed me. Oh, oh, get him! Oh, they already they already started. Now tell me from behind, does he not look like Tracy? A little bit ahead, later Tracy days. Yeah. And turn around, not so much. Oh, oh yeah, not much. at all. But from behind, I was like, that's, you know, 2010 and on, Tracy Smothers. Yeah. 
What's he doing? Is he ripping his hair out or something? Looks like it, yeah. Oh, good. I just mauling him, man. Oh, nice punch. Yeah, bad news so good. Oh, man, his headbutts look good, too. Man, it's aggressive. What was it? Was is he? A, was he a judo champion? Yeah, I think I it was he, judo. I knew he was le legit. Yeah, probably it had yeah. to be judo because jujitsu wasn't a thing back then. Not not worldwide. It was in Brazil, but it was hadn't yeah. got the ooh, big knee. Hadn't got the it and spread like it had. So what? Is, I can't see which which bulldog is that. Is that Davy? Think it. That's Davy. Yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, because there's, there's dynamite. So this, I'm saying, this is like '84. God, those ropes are so terrible. I know. I know. Look at the covers. It they're no the no boxing boxing rope covers. Well, I believe that's a boxing ring. Huh? I believe it that's essentially be. a boxing ring. It might be. But look at the on the far side, it's got the where the the cover for the ropes comes down to where they did the tiles, you know, on the boxing where they tie the ropes together. Yeah. On this close side, they got them wrapped up, but on that far side, they're hanging down. They're just mauling him. Dude, Myers got a good little left handed punch. You know, he's got a bad though hairline. My God. <laughs> Yeah, his um, kind of got a Tony Anthony going there, don't he? <laughs> Young Tony Anthony before Tony yeah. lost it. Tony looked better when he lost it up top and just yeah, like em embraced the skullet. It looked way yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, get a big slam. Big knee. Oh, big running leg drop. Bad news is always so solid. Did he, did he really? Yeah, yeah, I know he's got color. Um, yeah, did he work anywhere besides like St. Louis and then, or not St. Louis? I'm sorry, uh, Stampede and then. Uh, I know he did a little bit of stuff in uh, Florida around '86. I was '87. I saw his name on some cards. I don't know how long he was down there though. Yeah, they're just they're just beating the stew out of him. I might even been so, in yet. Was it only Bad News Brown in WWF? Is Bad News Allen yeah. everywhere else? Yeah. Yeah. I figured that was it. But. Yeah, they don't want to use anybody's. They don't want anybody to know who they were. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Well, they could copyright it. You know. Well, I might just. He ain't getting the crowd up at all, is he? He's... Yeah, no. no he's, he's, he's a bad Robert Gibson. No, Robert had more life than that. I said, oh, that's what I'm saying. He's a he's a bad Robert Gibson. Robert would be okay, hooting and hollering. Yeah. Come on, people. I'm saying, oh, is he biting him? I think yeah. so. Yeah, that that yeah, judo bite. They're just balling him. Yeah, his punches look. I like his punches. Bam, that's oh, that's nice the level. one thing about bad news is like they talk about what? all the time that he's a judo champion, and he almost he never knows. did any wrestling or judo holds. Yeah, no throws or yeah, yeah, punch. Yeah. Oh, that boot to the midsection look. Oh, headbutt. He gonna ram his head into him. Yep. 
Oh, I like it. That was nice. I wonder if Duke, Duke, part of Duke Myers' gimmick was like hard head thing or something like that. Must be. Must be both of theirs. Oh, oh, actually, Dynamite came in. Oh, he gave him the, in the goods. Yep. Yeah, they're just, just beating the fool out of him. I love the Calgary ring. I, I like the, the, yeah, the stars and their logo. Yeah, it's just fun. But the ropes, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Can't can't believe Owen Hart got started here doing high flying style and um, yeah, on those ropes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, another head that's like the twentieth headbutt, I think. Oh, we get a cover finally. Now am I gonna break it up? Yep. Duke Meyer got that big old, you know, getting near retirement drum going, doesn't he? <laughs> he still had a few years after this. Who look at that I, belly, though? Boom. Oh, he's got definitely the 70s body. Oh, reverse the big buckle. Uh-oh. Is he going to make the tag? Oh, he's crawling. He's going to be able to cut him. He's getting up. He's going to cut him off. No. Hot tag. Begging off. I was like, hit. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Feeding in. Boom. That's a nice little running knee in the corner. Wasn't too bad. It looks like oh, this is what? sped up. Them shoulder blocks look. Here we go. Train wreck them. Oh, reversal. Oh. Ref went. Oh, ref took a bump. Does this not uh -oh. seem like look like it's been sped up? No. Oh, I think that person got hit out there on the crowd. Yeah, no, they're dead. I think his boots hit him in the head. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, those ropes are so loose. Is he going to go on after him? What's he doing? He just look going to pull him back in? Yeah, pull him back in. So try to give him that big old suplex. Oh, he's got something. He's got something in his hand. Well, I thought he did. Well. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm assuming he hit him over coming over on the suplex. I didn't really see it. Yeah, apparently. Whatever it is, he's oh, is that he must have loaded his glove. Loaded glove. Must have loaded his glove or out on the floor. Who's his brother with the the white suspenders? Oh, yeah. um, that's another referee, looks like. Yeah. Oh, people are hot. They're throwing stuff in. Then we got a manager of some sort. Well, I can't see because the quality's not really good. I know John Foley was there, was a manager for a long time. I can't tell. Whoever it is, they're in a gi. Oh, no. They're reversing it? No, oh, yeah, no. The, the other referee being a stooge. Well, usually, isn't there a heel ref? Oh, that's it. What is one usually the, the thing about if you had two referees? If the one of them was wearing um, uh, the um, hey, what popped up after yours went off? You could pop up to another match. No, an Expedia ad. Okay, uh, uh, mine no. popped up. British Bulldogs against Ron Starr and Honky Tonk Man. Oh man, remember last week that was about I talked about Ron and Ron Starr through the talent on Chicky. And yeah, match pulled up. Um, what was I saying before that happened? 
Oh, the referee didn't. Like, the gimmick was if you had two refs, one of them had suspenders. He was the heel ref. Uh, Mexico that? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mexico for sure. He he had suspenders and a headband. Yeah. Um. So did they DQ him for throwing him over the top? No, he he's the the ref who changed no, he it. Threw, he threw Allen over the top. So. Yeah, the ref, the ref said that he knows he hit him with something. Like, he just went off. There's no way that he was horrible. He was down. He was down. How would he know? We couldn't, how could he see it? We didn't even could see it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was – Um, did they not know this was being taped for, <laughs> or something? Because he obviously loaded it on the floor. And then when he went up – was coming across over the top, I really – actually, I missed him hitting him. I – I don't know if he did. I th- I think he thought oh, I can do it while I'm upside down for the vertical, and then couldn't. Yeah. So and he's like, "Act like I, I did, kid." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. It's kind of a screwy kind of finish. I didn't expect to see that, Davy but... Boy in the uh, in the Ricky Morton spot. Mm, I can see him more than. Nah, I'm just going off size wise, I guess. I mean, dynamite that I've seen in that time period. Um, unless it's. Himself or Tiger Mask, but anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was really impressed with the punt. I mean, all it was was punching and kicking and headbutts, but everything was crisp looking. The punches, both from Allen and Myers, were crisp, you know, crisp punches, headbutts. You know, basically, just mauled him until the uh, hot tag, you know? Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't um, even much of a hot tag. No. So I don't, I just didn't understand the finish. I didn't. I, and, and what was that? People were getting out because you actually saw a couple things flying in the ring. I think that guy would have would have left it like that. I don't know. I don't know no. where they are in no. the storyline or. Stu or probably wasn't known for his big elaborate finishes. Yeah, that just seemed. I don't know. It kind of seemed like a spot show finish of let's get the baby faces out, make the people happy. But yeah, I don't. It's not a spot show, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't it Stampede who had that one announcer who wouldn't sell for the boys? Ed Whalen? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ed, that's what they said, Ed Whalen, yeah. But um, it was good for what it was. It just has a wonky finish, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we don't know the, the storylines really on this stuff, so maybe it made sense. I don't know. It's still kind of <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, the, the title title of last episode. Look at hey, the crowd. The, it doesn't matter. I like the match. Yeah, I like the match. I mean, for what it was, it was good. And uh, everything they did was crit. I mean, it wasn't a lot. It was enough to get heat, you know. They just beat on the band. But everything they did on the heat was, you know, I said, them headbutts were really, I was really impressed with those headbutts and the punches and stuff. So, that was, I liked it. For what it was, with a goofy finish, it was still good. I liked it. So, what would you think? you like it? Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was fun. It wasn't what I expected at all. It yeah. was not what I expected at all. If it had a different finish, it probably would have been better. So, like I said, up until the finish, I, I thought it was good. You know, like the hot tag could have been a little better. Um, but then again, we don't, I mean, uh, I don't know. We don't know the circumstances. I mean, Dynamite could have been hurt because, you know, he, I mean, he wasn't moving much on that apron at all. No, he wasn't. Um, I mean, he could have been hurt, you know. Well, that, that could have been during the time. Well, I can't remember. I know at one point. In their run, that Dynamite was so hurt he didn't get in the ring much. I think that was in New York when he hurt his back, wasn't it? Yeah. The second time. So, but I'm sure he's banged up. I mean, this his style. But um, so I'm thinking, you know, that might, might more to it. But 
even though it didn't have the hot tag didn't you know set the world on fire it, uh, the finish could have been better but like i said i we don't know so but the meat and potatoes of it was really good so i enjoyed it all right <laughs> so here comes mine <laughs> we go back to my library here all right, this is brought to us by Randall G over on YouTube. The match is King Kong Bundy versus Swede Hansen. This is from the Philadelphia Spectrum in March of 1985. Uh, this is King Kong Bundy's WWF debut in Philly two weeks before WrestleMania 1. So is it, it's, is it is this flat out New York debut or just is New York Philly debut? It just says WWF debut in Philly, so I don't know. That must be his debut then. Okay. All right. But if you are triple zeroed out and you at yep. home are triple zeroed out, we will hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. Got Jimmy Hart. Well, he had a cape on, look like, and then they cut the, what's that say? Mac. Mac. What? Can you see his jacket? Sweet Hans's jacket? Yeah. I have no and idea. I can't tell what it says. It says Mac something. And McKenna's? I think it's, yeah, uh, he's got a, an Irish bar jacket with a Confederate um, uh, Army hat on. <laughs> oh, Jimmy with his uh, leopard, leopard print tonight. Okay, I've never seen Bundy in a cape, have you? No. Wow. Sweet Hansen. Trying to remember just exactly, like, who he was to tag in, with? In the six late sixties, he was him and um, Rip Hawk were big in the Carolinas. Big okay. Time. Him and Rip Hawk. That's what I'm saying. This is his brace, his swan song right here. And you can tell he's old. He's old. Oh yeah. Time. Which by this time he's probably forty. <laughs> he looks seventy. <laughs> if that if that is him at forty, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, way I, way I've been missing these ages from stuff. But uh, I said he was, you know, started in the '60s, was like big time the Carolinas. Him and Rip Hawk, man, Bundy, he's big. Okay, you see, this was '85. Referee gave me the instructions. They don't do that anymore. No, I don't. Oh, he's going after Hart. Oh, Hart gets some heat with the people. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be slow paced. <laughs> well, don't feel as bad. He was uh, 52 here. Okay, well. I usually always pick them older than they are. Then so the last few times I said no, I was getting wrong. So, so fifty two. Yeah, hey, this was his last year, I do believe. That that'd have been great if he if he was forty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a big lock up here. He's big, he's big boy though. He's he may be taller yeah. than Bundy. Yeah, he's Sweet Hanson was big, dude. He's a big old dude. Referee getting on him. People are clapping for that. <laughs> but Bundy doesn't seem oh. as massive against Sweet Hanson. No, he don't. Because uh, I said Hanson's a big old boy. 
when our boy, you know what I mean? Anthony got no <laughs> legs. Yeah, I'm gonna back him in the uh oh, back him into the bear hug. Is he gonna break it? Maybe he's trying. Well, back him into the ropes, break. He can't, he can't power out of it. I love Dick Worley's pants there, the old K and H referee pants with the bell bottoms. Yeah, the little flare at the bottom. No, that's the old K and H referee pants. Yeah, Bundy was wide, but he, he didn't, his belly wasn't that big here. Consider how it got, you know. It's like he's a little more wider. Oh, Queen hands of 52, still not wearing knee pads. Yeah. I probably never owned a pair. Oh, he's working the arm. Well, as this match is going, you can see why. <laughs> he never needed them, huh? <laughs> Look at the heart getting the people riled up. <laughs> Well, you know, this match is going basic of basic, so I'm shocked they're actually doing it working the arm. I was figuring it'd be a punchy kick. Oh, Bunny takes it back down. Is it going to a reversal, maybe? I feel he like there's no effort in any of this. There you go. Look, there you go. Oh, there you go. Hey, reverse. Hey, he worked Memphis. He knows how to reverse it, he knows how to work that arm. <laughs> I go agree if he worked Fritz toward the end there. So, I, <laughs> you know, you know, slow pace working the body part. He's working that wrist. This is so slow. Yeah. Well, you got two big men. Uh oh. Is he going back in the room and shoot him off? Surely not. Arm drag. Yeah. <laughs> Toss arm drag. Get it again. <laughs> Clean break. This is Hart. This is Hart. Um, this is 85, so he hasn't been there long at all either. Was what he, he left Memphis, what, January of 85? Maybe. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say it was January 85 he left Memphis. He's working harder than both these guys. I know he has to get the crowd. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, they should have booked somebody else. I guess they said, "Well, we're booking with Hanson to be safe." Um, you know, they won't do much. They won't get exposed. But oh, big, big form to the chest. I, I would have, if it's his debut. I definitely would have booked him with somebody. I could have just mauled him. Nope. I'm gonna lock it up. What are we gonna do yeah, now? Why don't I get Tony Gurria out there or something? Yeah. Backs him in. Now you'll give him a big forearm to the chest. Yep. Oh, that was a chop. Or uh, get Renee Goulet out there to do some jobs. Yeah, there you go. He was still around that time. Or let him kill Frankie Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they murdered him. I mean, Philly's not far from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, oh! Snatch a headlock. Look where his legs are at. Kelly's green. We got the wrong legs. And just tears out suplex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
thought we was going to get a little something out of it. I mean, that one old dude back there is just giving heart crap. You see him in the baby blue shirt and the um, looks like maybe black and yellow cap. He keeps standing up, giving heart, getting him some heat. Well, they went down to one knee. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. I don't think we're going to get the tackle, tackle drop down on this one. <laughs> that's killing me his leg is like that he's been in the business four years he should know where to put his leg at okay what are we doing at least give him some punches or something yeah they're doing nothing good god yeah at least punch him in the gut or and the thing is, they don't even look like they're struggling. They look like they're just, like, hugging each other. Yeah, yeah, there's no struggle to it at all. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a few people into it because the heart's walking back and forth getting the people. But this match is uh... – Oh, we missed it. I was doing a star system by this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. See, look where his leg. Well, I've spoke to sounds Look where his legs at. <laughs> well, his other leg ain't back in the back. He's set. I didn't actually got to see a, two headlocks worked in this match. There's been no brawling. I cannot believe there's been no brawling. This has been the longest eight minutes and forty five seconds of my life. <laughs> Man, this wrench in the headlock's even slow. <laughs> you thought the last match was was sped up. I think this one slowed down. <laughs> they slowed this one down. <laughs> Look at that is good of him grinding in the ear like that, though. I actually like but that. But who can see that outside of the front yeah. row? Uh oh, he whipped him off. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's some action. Oh, right the eyes. Oh, come on. Here we go. Let's start. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we're going. There we go. Bundy's firing up. Punches don't look too bad. Kicks don't look bad. We'll, we can see or was that a knee? Well, Hansy won't go down, will he? No. Man, he, uh oh. Is he hulking up? I think he's hulking up. Yep, here he goes. Uh oh. Hogan, he's selling your gimmick. Stealing it. Oh, blocked it. Big one. What the boom? Do you think we'll get a bump from either one of these guys? Oh, headbutt in the corner. No, I don't. We're going to get a reversal. We're going to get a splash. Boom. Oh, there it is. That's the finish. Now, splashing. Oh, no, he dropped the knee. One, two, three. I thought he's going to splash. He dropped the knee. Do you remember Bundy dropping the knee? No. I don't either. So, did they go? Hey, we've got to go 10. We're going to do nothing for nine. Yeah. The last minute was the best of it. Oh, dude, the, the velour shirt, uh, long sleeve shirt's hot out there. He's mad. He's pointing at him. Actually, the last, yeah, that last minute was actually good. No, everybody took a, nobody took a bump, really. Good God. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I, I, I hate to be mean about it because normally I find something good in anything. It's just like I'm not. 
if they would have struggled and worked the headlock and got it over, it would have been great. But they just laid on each other. Yeah, they did lay on each other. That was lazy. What's he? What's the ref asking him? He kept asking him something. Like, he didn't cheat. You just didn't watch him drop the knee on him. Maybe he's <laughs> mad about him stealing a payoff. <laughs> Here we go. So this is. Yeah, let's get this big, exciting. Avalanche, boom. It crumples down. Yeah, the knee, I like this. I was expecting the. Drops the big knee on him. I like that. Yeah, that last minute was good. I like the last minute of it. Yeah, they, whoever booked that, they shouldn't have booked that. Sweet <laughs> Hansen an agent as well. Maybe he just didn't want to do anything and knew he could get away with it. Well, here's my thing. I mean, the last, his last, what, three, four years there, I mean, he's basically a, he, um, basically a job guy, you know, but he would work, but he could, he would get, you know, they'd book him on all the big shows just from the name, you know, him being a name for so long. And he had just, he had turned babyface because wasn't he the the guy that Backlund was wrestling when Superstar Graham torped the belt, Backlund's belt? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, like, I turned the babyface out of that somehow. Um, but no, he was, like I said, this was his last, I probably had too many matches after this. I need to look it up. Um, but yeah, that was... He retired know. in 86. I don't know how many matches he had between that 85 to 86. I don't know how many matches in Hornerheim. Couldn't have had many. No, I'm sure not. But, oh, man. Yeah. I was disappointed because I figured they do, did some the big men struggle with each other. But, yeah, they just laid on each other. Um, if that was Bundy's debut, they whew, they didn't book that right. Um, Hart was getting good heat on the floor, but he had to because they were just laying on each other. Um I thought it was going to be a punch and kick. I didn't know that he was actually going to try to wrestle. Um, I don't know. Disappointed. I know I'm going to be, you know, lights out, but they, I don't know. Bundy's green. He's still green at this time. I mean, you can say, well, no, not really. Cause, oh, God. No, because he didn't work. He worked Dallas. He worked Memphis. Worked Watts. He worked for Watts. So, I mean, yeah, so he, he's not green. Bundy never was good. His attraction, his gimmick. Well, anybody that size is. I mean, you know, I mean, you think about it. I mean, I mean, it's totally different nowadays. But back then, yeah, I mean, that you were, you know, your work was was just your appearance, you know. But like I said, Sweet Anthony, you know, he, 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 I don't know. He was old, fifty-two, and like we say, you know, guys are fifty-two now in the business. Is not like it was back then. You're fifty-two, you know. So I don't mean man or nothing, man. That wasn't. I don't know. I, if, if they booked this, it should have just been a Bundy Commander's destroying, you know? Yeah, it was It was awful. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I figured it would be a brawl. There's no way those two could have brawled for that m- amount of time. Bundy would have been blowed up. Hanson would have been blowed up. And, you know, so I don't blame the two guys. They're limitless. Whoever booked it, it's their fault, you know? If they would have booked it, tell them to go three minutes, uh, let Bundy get on him, get on him, get on him. Hansen do a little comeback, you know, for maybe 10, 15 seconds, get a couple shots in, go to shoot him off, reverse it, avalanche, boom, that's it. You know, would have been better. But they told him to go out there and put some time in. You can't do that. So I'm not blaming them more than I'm blaming. I'm blaming them, but I'm blaming whoever booked it 
And here's my thing. This Spectrum was a team, that was shown in Philly, you know? Yeah. So why would you book that? You know it's going to be on TV. Yeah, that's like a house show match in Poughkeepsie or something, you know, that you need to kill time for, you know? Yeah, that's, you that's pretty awful. For Spectrum TV. You know, I, guess I don't blame the guys as much as they do whoever booked it. Because even if you do book the two guys, they booked it wrong. It should have been a three-minute match, Bundy, 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 small comeback of a couple punches, and that's it. Shoot him in reverse avalanche, boom, one, two, three. That should have been it. No, work the arm, work the head. No. Well, they were doing their best, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, they may, they may have wanted to do that, honestly. You got PO'd when they said, no, we need 10 minutes out of you, and they go, okay. We'll do the exact same we're going to do, but we'll make it ten make make it go ten minutes. That's probably what Hanson did. Probably said, "Look, kid, listen to me. We're going to do it like this." Because you know they probably they probably made it. They probably worked at your own. They probably put this match on the loop all the way around. You know, went to Philly, uh, both of the gardens, and then in the towns in between. You know, so I hope it wasn't the same match. Because good God, they <laughs> they killed towns. That's a town killer, huh? <laughs> I guess I don't blame the guys in the match. You know, like you said, I'm wondering that's what they did because that sounded like an old, what an old veteran would do. Somebody that would book, you know, he know, knows that there's no way they should have put him there for 10 minutes, you know? And he said, okay, I'll show you. I'll kill I'll kill the town, you know? <laughs> or at least this 10 minutes of TV is going to be, is going to, you know, that's so I'm thinking maybe too. As a 52 year old, you know, Hanson didn't want to go out for no 10 minutes. Yeah, know? no, no. So I'm thinking, yeah, he, I'm thinking he said, you know, Bundy's still, you know, he's listening to the veteran, and the veteran's like, you know, he gets, you know, whoever the guy is working, their agent for the match or whoever the booker. So I don't know if they had agents back in or not. You know, hey, this is what we want. We want you to give us 10, put Bundy over. All right, 10, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll give you 10, you know. So I, I'm thinking there was a lot more to that than just what we're seeing. You know, I think the old brother was like, all right, uh, you want 10, I'll give you 10. <laughs> And it was 10. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. Was so okay. Bad. Now, okay. Now, the come, the little comeback and the finish, what about that part? Last 35, 40 seconds of it. Yeah, that should have been the whole match. That's fine. And firing up, you know, could be, and then, yeah, that was, I liked that. That I liked. Yeah, yeah, it, that was, it, was, it was fine. Yeah. But um, I think you're right about the Hanson's like, all right, you want 10? You'll get 10 then, you know? You always hear the stories of the old timers, you know, doing stuff like that, of, you know, getting pissed off. Not really going to business for themselves, but, uh, you know, all right. You know, I'm 52. I'm broke down. I sort of retired 10 years ago. All right. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Well, I'm sorry it was so bad. I should have known when I saw the time, but you know what I thought? I thought it was, you know, I saw that's going to be a lot. I didn't think it was going to go that long. I thought it'd be entrances and a lot of, you know, a little more, you know, in between. Be more at the beginning and more at the end besides the match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't that much. <laughs> it was basically, it was 10 minutes of wrestling. Uh, I'm 10 sorry. Minutes of something. <laughs> 10 minutes of something. Hey, they were wrestling. I saw them working the arm. They both was working the arm. Bundy reversed you, the you, arm. You saw, you saw them grab each other's wrist lightly. You saw them <laughs> lay on each other, holding each other's head. They didn't work well, anything. They worked. They worked. They, they, they worked Vince Jr. out of a payoff. Out of a payday, exactly. Yeah. 
Fred Hansen worked Vince out of a payday is what that was. <laughs> oh, well, hey, that's where we watch them. <laughs> you know? All right. Well. So I, I guess we should I tell know. everybody that this is episode 99. Yep. Which means next week will be episode 100. Which, as we talked about off air, is astounding that we have kept this up for 100 episodes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, when we started this back uh, last week of December of, was it not, was it 2020? Uh, been 19, I believe. It was 19. It was. Yeah. Yeah, because the pandemic hasn't even hit yet. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was. It was December, the last week of December of um 2019. Okay, last week of December 2019. What's the over and under? What do you think? How far we would have got? I would have gave it a year. So that would have been about 50, 52, 53 episodes. Well, 52 if we didn't ever miss a week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I would have said 37. <laughs> I would have made it. I wouldn't have made us a year. There's no way in the world I think we'd come up on the hundred. I just, I've never did nothing that many times in my life. Yeah. Just that fam. <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. Trying to be funny over there. But, you know, it just, wow. Usually I give up because I'm, I'm worse about starting something than just stopping it, you know? So I'm pretty bad about it too. But so, yeah, so that's, that's, so, that's crazy. So next week, okay, my next week, I, okay, my I got mine picked out for next week. Uh, yeah, we're going to do something a little special for the 100th episode. Yeah, a little different. Um, I was going to, before I saw that match, I, you know, I was, I would say next week probably going to be my worst match I picked. But after tonight, I don't think I can get any lower than that. Um, so next week, we're going to go to the Boston Gardens. We're sticking with uh, New York, WWF. And you looked up the date because I, I couldn't look it up on mine. January 3rd, uh, well, 1987. 87. And it's called the Bunkhouse Battle Royal. <laughs> and um, the reason why I picked this, um, well, I was flipping through stuff, just, you know, just trying to find different things. And I saw this and I was like, I saw Bunkhouse Battle Royal. I was like, okay, it's one of the Bunkhouse Stampedes, you know. Um, then I look at the thumbnail and it's like, hold on, that's Jim Neidhart. Hold on, I'm told, I was like, what the crap? I was thinking, I was like, I, I never heard of them having a bunkhouse battle royal thing, you know, like a bunkhouse stampede, uh, which it still might not be. But, and I got me thinking, 86, 87 bunkhouse stampede, especially I think 86 was really hot. And, you know, in this time, Crockett was going into New York down on Long Island, uh, what was where the Islanders played out there. What was that? The, the building, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, they were, um, they were going out there, running shows. So I was just thinking maybe Vince was trying to play off the popularity of the Bunkhouse Stampede and decided to do a Bunkhouse Battle Royal. He couldn't call it a Bunkhouse Stampede, so he just called it a Bunkhouse Battle Royal. So, um, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, who all's in it. And was it done like a stampede, you know, or, you know. Surely it is because it says Bunkhouse. I mean, why would you call it a Bunkhouse if it's just a record Battle Royal? So it's going to be interesting to see how they actually did it. See, I, I'm wondering, though, because it's WWF and they didn't do violent stuff. I know. That's so what I'm I, I bet it's just a come-as-you-are battle royal. <laughs> so you're going to say nobody's going to have no cowboy boots or jeans tucked in their cowboy boots, taped up, big belt buckles I mean, or nothing? 
There might be. I don't see anybody bleeding. No. Because if they did bleed, it was always it was rare. It's like Hogan would get it on a big match every now and then. But that was about it. You know? I don't see anybody bleeding either. It says it's 13-33 on, on the counter. Now, I don't know if that's with um, watching everybody come out or if it's going to start at the with them in the ring. So, it's going to be interesting. I just I think it's going to be really interesting. So, so, where are we going with you? Uh, and to keep with Battle Royals, uh, my, mine doesn't have a cool name. It, it's literally oh. just a battle, <laughs> battle Royal from August 20th, 1986. Uh, it's a two ring, uh, it's a 20 man, two ring Battle Royal from Houston. Just the, the, the double ring where they can get to be thrown in one. Or, I just want to be thrown in one and throw to that one or have them in each ring and they just go wherever. Yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering too. It well, looks like from the from the very beginning that they're all in one ring. So I'm okay. imagine it's thrown in the other and then thrown out. Okay. But I'm wondering who who we're going to see in it. What what time period was this again? August 20th of '86. So that was Watts. Yeah, I know. Uh, I see one man gang in the front picture. So that's that'll okay. be cool. I'm sure. I'm sure he will be in there for a while. Yeah. Um. Okay. You didn't see a lot of those double rings in the eighties. So like late eighties toward the nineties, they started seeing more of them. Well, and, and think about this. Cause like you saw the double ring, like when they did war games, but this is yeah. Houston. So it's a 20 foot, yeah. two, two twenties. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Do you think they had two twenties? They use it 20 and 18. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because my thing is, um, most like the, the ring, I don't know the, all the details, but most time your bigger ring is you kept your ring there. So I'm assuming it was, Houston's ring, Bosch's ring. Um, as I said, by the time him and Bosch were partners on Houston. Um, so I'm assuming they kept – it was a Houston – ring was in Houston. It was a 20-footer. Now, do you see them hauling one of the rings for Watts from – because you got to think about it, though. He did. He wasn't running anything near there. Was he in 86? I don't think he was because at that time, world class was still, you know, was full-time. 86 – uh, so Southwest had become what Texas All Star. They still was trying to survive. Um, so I don't know if they was running. I know later on, I think they ran like Brownsville. Might have been like eighty six. You, you don't think by eighty six that Paul Bosch had a backup ring? That's what I'm saying. It's probably it's a local ring. I bet. Dude was, dude was printing money. Well, not by this time he wasn't. He had but, for years and had it in the bank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying that. That's what I'm saying. It's probably another ring from there. Like I said, I don't see with them with with Watts not running in the in the area, uh, him bringing a ring all the way from Louisiana to Houston. You know, I don't uh, see also did, so. did Watts have twenties on his big shows? He did. Okay. I'm pretty sure because I know I I've seen like from the 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 tapings from the Irish McNeil Boys Club that was like an eighteen. No, that that was eighteen. Because um, I think when they went to taping at Tulsa. On some of their TVs at Tulsa, I think that was a twenty foot. It looked, it looked like I'm been twenty. I don't know. I bet it's an eighteen. We'll we'll see next week. I'm, I'm thinking it's a be, it'd be a, uh, a twenty and eighteen. That could be wrong. Uh, it's like, uh, have you ever worked a two ring battle royal? Uh, no, and I'm alright with that. I worked one. Uh, it was in Lewisburg, Tennessee, eighty, ninety eighty, <laughs> ninety six. Um, they were both uh sixteen foot rings, but one of them was. Four foot tall, one was three foot tall. Uh, I, I've seen it where one's a full size ring and the other ring's a pony. So I went over and <laughs> and then we, like I said, they didn't match up. And I went over 
And when I landed in the middle, I got stuck in between the two rings. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And I came out, I think it was Gary Vane, I think, or was it Gary Vane and the Wild Boys, one of them, that I told him to get on me. I said, I'm, I said, I'm stuck in here. It's just work. Get on me. You know? And I was like, you know, I'm stuck. Help me. Help me. They come over, you know, that whole gimmick. But, uh, yeah, I felt I was like, oh, crap, I'm, I'm wedged in between the two rings. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I've never done a two ring, and I'm all right with that. No. No, if they, you know, the thing is, if, if they're lined up perfect, it's easier to take the bump from the first or the second one. You just roll across the ropes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure, I'm sure that would be easy. And, yeah. But just, yeah. But yeah. You don't like working battle rolls. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. That's a, that's another thing, too. Battle exactly. rolls are so boring. I like a good Royal Rumble style. But battle rolls where different. you all start in the ring. Start at once. Yeah. And you always so got to see Jack looks at one of those spots, and there's 15 guys in there, like in a 16 foot ring. Well, uh, yeah, hey, and like battle, battle royals are never entertaining. No, rumbles are entertaining. It's a little different because you know, like you come out because you can do a spot, you can feed somebody, yeah. everybody yeah. can get their moment of shine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's different. But like the, on the battle royal, the battle royal is boring. I mean, for the fans, it's boring until you get down to the last two guys. Yeah, Basically. last two or four or, or, or whatever. It's like, or you get down to the, or you get down to the two heels against the one baby face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. It, until then, yeah, it, it's clutter. Yeah. You know? so. Uh, what is it? Luke Gallows called it just just some brothers hanging out in the corner, exchanging forearms. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or just laying on top of the ropes and act like you're pushing somebody out. You know, I never understood. Here's the logic. Chop, about chopping the, the green guy. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. Uh. Here's my thing. It's I know it's wrestling logic and it ain't supposed to make sense. Um, have you ever noticed though in the battle royal, you want to win the battle royal, right? That's what you're in there for, right? Right. So why does the heels always come over and help the other heel out when he's about to get put, knocked over? Screw that. I, mean, I guess they don't always, but but not. I mean, you watch it; they do it a lot. Now I'm like, screw that. It's just one less person I got to worry about. You know. I've got a new thing, and this is a way to get myself out of battle royals. It's be like, all right, but if I'm in the battle royal, I'm the guy who just holds the bottom rope until it's time my time to be eliminated. So then I'll, I'll just the hold, never, I'll just hold the bottom rope or turnbuckle and talk crap. The guy to the, gets in. No, I don't want to do that because I don't want to be in that long. Um, you don't be sitting outside the ring at long, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. I so I just, I'll just hold the bottom rope and I talk crap to the crowd or cut little jokes me. with them. <laughs> And then I just like whoever the big baby face is is going to win this thing. I go, hey, when it's time for me to get out, just come find me, boot me, and I'll start acting scared and throw me out. <laughs> I hate battle royals so much. Yeah, there are, there are so many other matches I'd rather do than a battle royal, and it's so yeah. stupid. I'd rather do a fans lumberjack strap match than a battle royal. Yeah, because uh, hopefully you're getting half of the. Um... Even money. even if I wasn't, I'd rather do it. I'd be <laughs> so I'd, I'd be mad. That I'd only go out there once, but <laughs> battle royals are just so dumb. At least I'd I'd entertain myself with a fan strap match. Boy, oh Larry Valentine's dad lit me up one night in Lewisburg. Oh, the, um... I, I swore him off. I still kind of swear him off. Um, but the last one I did was in McMinnville, and we. Mike Promo and I were doing like a best of seven, and every every match was a different gimmick match. And one was a fan lumberjack, and th they made the announcement to keep it, you know, below the shoulders, you know, whatever, whatever. And this lady <laughs> cracked me in the face with a belt, and I went after. Oh, her. oh! I went after her, man. 
And like she hit me in the back, but it was like right at the base of the neck and it just wrapped around and hit oh. and just right across my face and I lost <laughs> it. Oh man. Mm. Called her an effing whore. I was a. Uh... I kept feeding them, and I was running fast. I could say, like, if you run fast right at them, they can't get a good. Yeah. You know, if, if you sit there and you let them come to you as soon as you hit the floor, then that's when they get you. If you hit the floor, take off running, they can't run back good enough because you're already. But Larry, about the week before, he's a Columbia scene. It was one of the rare times I hurt somebody. It was my fault. I was on the floor. Larry Valentine was on the floor, and I leaned down. I was choking him. I said, watch the leg drop. So. I go to leg drop him. He's face down. So I'm figuring he's going to put his hands from his face. I leg drop him, barely touch him. But where we're on the ground, I still make a little contact. You know, I make contact to, you know, I work it. But just the, that little bit of momentum, batting, send his head forward, busting both on his hard way spots on his eyebrows. Oh, my Come goodness. He, he raced out, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, man, I am so sorry. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, I don't know if he thought I was gonna roll him over and give him one. I bet it looked good. Um, yeah, it looked good. <laughs> he raised that. Ma- major, major leg drop looked amazing. That would have been my finish yeah, exactly. from now on. Yeah, and thing was, I didn't touch his head at all or neck. It was all I got to make Dude, sure I hit that, that legit would have been my finish from now on. It's like so <laughs> it, it's like Quentin kick leg drop in the back of the head, or or the yeah, famousers, the same thing. Just yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think everybody want to be getting color hard way on every week for me. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to be every week. But when it's on okay. the floor, juice, I got juice, you. Juice. I got you. But anyway, so he was mad. I I felt so bad about it. So like, then the next week, we're in Lewisburg, and it's a fan's lumberjack, and his dad got picked us one of the lumberjacks, <laughs> and he lit me up. I mean, I tried. I was I hit the floor, took off running, so I was barely getting touched. I come around the corner and he was waiting for him, man. He lit me up. I was like, gosh. I was like, well, I gotta <laughs> I'm going back to him. Rest of the time, a couple times I went back out, I made sure I stopped and powdered back in before I got to him. I think I was working Ben Jordan. I was like, I said, don't throw me over that guy over there anymore. I didn't know it was his father at the time. And then a couple weeks later, I said, Yeah, it was Larry's dad lit you up. I was like, Oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> I'd done one in Carthage, Tennessee for Burt Prentice, and we sold a lot of tickets. And Burt pulls me into the bathroom. He goes, now listen, first off, here's your cut of the money. I was like, sweet. This is when I was working Matt Boyce every week, so I got paid really well for Burt. Um, and he goes, don't be an effing hero. He goes, half the people <laughs> who won this is these big old 300-pound country boys. And he's like, they'll light you up. And, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm like, whatever, trying to be a tough guy. And the country guys were fine. They barely hit me. They're there having a good time. It's like, <laughs> this nine-year-old kid, though? <laughs> Sweet Jesus left a purple belt print on my backside. <laughs> I, I literally round the corner, having gone past three of these giant country guys. I'm like, that wasn't bad at all. Hey, little kid. Yeah. makes it even better is throw Matt out, right? Maddie's going to do the baby face run around. Nobody gets him. Man, this one lady cracked Matt and he went to run around and he ran by the country boys. 
Oh. So they took a couple shots at him. Like, not, not nearly as hard as they're trying to hit me. Yeah. But, but Bert was not happy. Wow, like, why'd you throw him out? I'm like, you always throw out the baby face. And then it, that, that normally doesn't happen. Yeah, I was like, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a little tough. They're going to like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's when I throw a fit to go out and get him. Like, no, like this. Oh, God, no. And I do another laugh. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the best thing best thing about that one in McMinnville, and this is so like it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but the finish was Mike calls for the belt, uh, someone to throw him a belt because he's going to beat me. The girl who hit me in the face throws him her belt, mm-hmm. do a schmoz. I end up with the belt and the ref distracted. I wrap it around Mike's throat and beat Mike with a sleeper with the belt. Yeah. And then, like, take the belt off and throw it at her and say, you did that. <laughs> which, which, like, McMinnville, you, and you know, you know, you you built that town. Uh, <laughs> a lot of them still believe. And a lot of them. Just a few okay, of them you rephrase that. Marie Frey, I did not build the town. I was some of the mortar that helped build the town there. <laughs> There's still some people there who still believe. Oh, yeah. Um, but. They did that night too, and they were hot. I bet. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I had to rephrase it. Everybody's listening. I did not build that town. That was not me. I was just part of the crew that helped, you know, get it established for a good not four years. Quint Charisma built that down. I heard all the stories. He told me Quint Cobain was the hottest thing coming. <laughs> oh, me. That's he never funny. said any of that before anybody gets mad. Yeah. He just, he uh, did. We wrestled in McMinnville, and he he was so excited. He was telling me how over he was, and none of the people at the show were the same people who used to go to the old shows. I know. I was like, nobody knows who I am in this. It's like, where's the we, people who used we, to come to wrestling here? We we had one thought for the match, and that immediately went out the window because we were like, yep, nope, they don't remember, bro. <laughs> Different people. It's like it's like it's crazy how from you know that time period. I mean, actually, you know, I was, the last time I wrestled there was in, in uh, 03. I mean, it, it, it wasn't the same crowd in 03. It wasn't the same, I'll put it this way. From 96 to 03, you still had people off and on through that time period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You still had, you know, majority of, there were still, you know, there were no, all the people that was in that, in that. But then from 03 to what was that, 08, 09? Yeah, somewhere around there. I think 09. So, there was nobody. From, it's like, what happened? You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, not usually you have, you know, and they had a good, decent crowd that night. It's just like, you know, you'd figure you'd have, you know, five, six, 10, 15 people from the old, you just come to it back in the day, you know, but thought wrong on that one. <laughs> it's just, we usually don't see that, you know? Yeah. You know, no, you know, usually, usually there's at least the old people who always came. Yeah, because then, you know, like, when I, you know, I used to go to the fairgrounds, you know, as a teenager, and then when I started working, and then when I worked for Burt in January of 2000, there were still people going to the fairgrounds that were there on going when I was there as a teenager. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, it was kind of shocking how there was nobody there that knew who I was. I didn't say I was a big star, but, you know, I was there off and on from 96 to... Oh, three, you know, so uh, I don't know. 
It's well, wrestling. It's if it, if it would have been the McMenville Saint, though, they would have erupted. <laughs> oh man. Nobody will know who this is outside of the area, but you know who is a legitimate draw there, or at least was last time I saw him there, was Lord Frost. Oh, oh yeah. He was. Brother, no, talk about over. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, no. when you're when you're a six foot eight vampire who blows fire on their entrance. He kind of stuck out in that, you know, that was one he like from was he from Smithville kind of or in between Smithville? Well, Smithville and McMamble kind of, you know, they're really close. He's from that area. So just in normal day life, he sticks out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and not to put his business out there, but he teaches at the local high school, teaches wood shop. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, yeah. Then he comes in his gym. Yeah. So, yeah, he was over definitely. You know, well, I mean, he was over. For, it's like the people that was from there were over because back when, you know, in 97, uh, when Vandy Fultz and Insane Shane, they were over, you know. And even um, Jammer, even though he's a heel, he was over. You know what I'm saying? So they've always they always got behind their local people down there. I'd give them that. Well, and Jammer would get over places too because he wrestled how he wanted to wrestle, regardless. Well, I'm just saying he got over with the people because they knew who he was. You know? Yeah, but yeah, but you know, you remember in Colombia when you'd be managing Jammer, but he would do cool stuff, so the crowd's like, hey, he's got, he's got a cool. Well, I'll never get. I was managing in Colombia. I know we're just babbling right now. Um, my, my match was so bad. I got, yeah, I saved it somehow. But anyway, it was when I came back, was managing in Columbia. What was it? 07, 06, 07, 06? Yeah, 06. 06. And when I come around, I really paid much attention to his music. You know, I would sit around <laughs> and, and, and diddle to people's music. Um, so I, it took out in the ring, and I was like, I, I was in like, the ring with you at this point. Were you when I said this? I don't know uh, what you said, but I know one night when you realized what Jammer's music was. I looked at him and I said, is this Bush? He's like, I forgot my music. I was like, but Bush? He's like, Oh, no, I wasn't in there for that one. I was in there for after you started booking Columbia. and I never booked Jammer. Well, then maybe you hadn't started booking. It was something because we're in the ring and Jammer comes out to die, MF, or die unedited just blazing in columbia and i'm like ha, ha, look at there it was a uh, it was the last mule day we were down there oh my gosh yeah because it, wow. it, it was packed yes it was packed wow but now i just remember i was like i kept it was like song and i was hitting and out and i was like that's bush i'm like he's like i didn't have anything else that's the only thing i could find i was like how would they come out to anything <laughs> Yeah, but it just didn't look right. Come out to Bush. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't even the hard. Was it like that one kind of hard Bush song? I don't think it was even that one. Was it like Glycerine or something? <laughs> if you consider that a hard song, yeah, sure. No, that was the one he came out to. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, you could at least pick the one that was a little, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember about Mount. Yeah. But yeah. How do we get on to? Jammer's music. Yeah. Oh, oh, nobody remember who I was. Oh, I started this by the uh, Lumberjack. That's right. <laughs> Been off from everything, don't we? Wow, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's plug some people and get on out of here. Yeah, now that, now that we've been all around the world back again. Oh, yep. let's see. Well, first first things first, please like and subscribe oh, our page on YouTube, Spotify. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you seeing <laughs> you should all, No. All around the world, and how yeah, 
um, something, something, my baby. I don't know, and I don't know why. That song. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> I don't know half the words. All around the world. Yeah. Well, Never mind. After hearing that, you probably won't want to, but please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Rate us if you can. We appreciate it, especially five stars. Um, also, over on Facebook, go visit Lou Thez's UWA. What's the most recent thing you got up there, Quentin? I uh, put up yesterday, I think I put up, uh, they did, ran two house shows. Well, one, well, it was a house show, but it became a regular town, a weekly town. They ran, um, uh, let's see, Monday, January, I think it was, yeah, I think it was Monday, July 3rd, Hoptown, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. No, Russellville, I'm sorry, it's Russellville. Russellville, Kentucky. Then the next night, Tuesday night, they ran Owensboro, Kentucky, which that became a weekly town after that. They ran it every Monday, every Monday, yeah, Monday night. It became a weekly town for the eight months or whatever they were open. No, because this, no, this is July, so they only had another month. <laughs> yeah, a month and a half. Yeah, because I'm I'm almost done. Um, I said I'm I'm in the first week of July, and I said their last show, uh, his show was in like September first or second, something like that. In in uh, it was Kingsport, and it wasn't even a it wasn't even a UWA because they done he done had the they didn't have the falling out, and uh, so, like I said by the, since before they um, Danny Davis and Buddy Lee done commission um a letter telling that he's no longer this was no longer with uwa that he will not be running under their license and all that stuff so he actually ran out his last show in tennessee was outlaw because he ran with no license so so we got like another month and a half and then i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> then it's on to siu and dr master curse there you go hey i got a lot of stuff that stuff may as well uh, as far as other wrestling history stuff, that was a bad segue, but it's the best I could think of, too. Go visit our friend Scott Teal over at crowbarpress.com. Get any DVD books. He has a whole bunch of books on Kindle. I looked at his updated Kindle list. Oh, really? And it's, it's quite expansive now. So if you you know okay. if you don't like doing the handheld book and like doing the e-reader, uh, he's got you covered over on crowbarpress.com. Uh, as well as... Indestructible, the Chris Michael story that you can buy on Amazon or eatsleepwrestle.com. But the best way to get Indestructible, the Chris Michael story is from Chris Michaels himself. Find him on social media. Hit him up. He'll sign that and get that out to you. More of the money goes to Chris when you do it that way. Yeah. I'm going to add something real fast. I'm not even going to cut you off because I'll forget. Um, there's a new book out. I have, don't know this guy or nothing, but it, it sounds really good. Uh, Cornette had, had plugged it on his podcast uh, recently. Um, it comes out sometime in April. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's the um, Blood and Fire Sheik's book. This guy's right. And Cornette says it's really good. He did really good um, um, research. Detail, research into details and stuff. Cornette puts it over big time. So if you're a fan of the Sheik, uh, Cornette says it's a definitely get. So I said, no, we don't know this guy or nothing, but it, I, I listened to the to um, Cornet. He had like a, a almost like an hour was it an hour? close to an hour maybe interview with this guy talking about it. It sounds really interesting. So if you're a big fan of the Sheik, the original Sheik, uh, might want to check that out because um, Cornet puts him over. Says he did a fantastic job. This wasn't written by what was the Sheik's nephew's name, Captain? That was his son, Captain Ed, Ed George. Oh. 
Yeah, wasn't written by Captain George. Well, yeah, that was his son. He's passed away, I do believe, a few years back. But what was the whole thing uh, about him? There's some weird gimmick like, about him. Some people call him the George Gillis of the North. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and, and they talk about him a little. Him and Cornette talk about him a little brief part of you know, the interview. You don't want to go in, you know, all the details of his book. But yeah, he talks about Captain Ed George on there. Yeah, it's if I was a reader, which I don't read, um, I would definitely use it. It uh, it sounds really interesting and. Um, the guy even went and did researching and pulled up like um, the Sheik's parents when they come to America and the Sheik's birth certificate. I mean, he went into really deep. So oh, that's amazing. Um, and his uh, papers, when he was in the military, World War Two. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Cornet. So he said, yes, for sure. If you're a fan of the Sheik, go check it out. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I don't know the guy. Or from Adam, but it sounded really interesting. So, all right, and also check out over on YouTube our friend Monte Carlo WMF Medium Rare YouTube page. It's going to be about time for Monty to post again, right? Last thing he posted was weeks. The, it was for the first of the month. First of the month, so okay. A couple more weeks, uh, and then storefrontier.com/slash Plunky's Gimmick Table. Still waiting. Uh, been told this week he, he started working on the T-shirt design. I can't wait to announce it. I think somebody might be heated about it when when he sees it. But we'll see. Uh, Here's my thing: they don't need to get they don't need to get hot about it because the piss poor job they did on putting that shirt out. They shouldn't be mad. Yeah, that, there's gonna be some effort into this one. It's gonna look it's gonna look classy. Um, and then uh, check out Fight TV on YouTube. Or excuse me, check out NWA Power over on Fight TV and YouTube. Also NWA USA and uh, the Crockett comes. Cup is coming to Nashville uh, March. I don't have my calendar in front of me. I believe it's <laughs> March 19th and 20th is the actual Crockett Cup pay-per-view. Okay. And um, I think that's everything. Well, there are the people who use their stuff on YouTube. We used two new users today, didn't we? Yes. Um, well, gosh, I know mine definitely was. Hey, uh, mine was Stomper Goldie. Yeah. Over on YouTube. Please go like his stuff. A lot of Stampede on there. And then yours was Randall G. Yeah, Randall G. So yeah, go check out all the people we used. And you know, also, I think we, I, I was thinking about it after last week. Uh, go to um, Cage Match and Wrestling Data because we use them so much. So go check them out and look at their stuff. You know, um, we won't mention them because yeah, they we use their stuff a lot and don't give them you know really enough plugs to. Yeah, we we use our stuff a lot. So yeah, and and I'm not sure how, what their model is like. I assume it's kind of like Wikipedia, where they accept donations. And if that if that's so. the case, you say so you think so? I think it. I think I ain't for sure. If that's the case, and you have the means, you know, give them a donation. You know, if not, it's it's whatever. Because I don't know how many people actually donate to Wikipedia. But, you know, if you can, you can drop a <laughs> I'm sure it helps. <laughs> Now you make me feel about we're telling people to go down the boat when we drop the buck and we've been using the crap out of it. <laughs> uh, they didn't know that until I just said that, did they? No, they didn't. Uh, you know, me and my big I, I could have lied and told them we single-handedly fund it. They don't know. No one's. They don't know me. No, that would be a lie. Not enough people listen to this to fact check this. I'm just saying, but the people that listen that actually know me, like, ah, he can get JP money. Listen, man. <laughs> You, sh- you shouldn't have said that. Now they're going to come after us for spreading disinformation. Who? I don't know. There's podcast police. I don't know if they've made it to us yet. but I don't think they have. 
soon. Is it? We're in the T, so they'll get there soon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think they'll be like, uh, nobody listening to this guy. Hey, I did notice we're up to fourteen subscribers now on YouTube. No, we appreciate all fourteen of you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that wasn't sarcasm. I'm, I'm tired. That's why I sound like that. But no, we really do appreciate it. Yeah, because uh, we, we were under, we were in single digits forever. So, you know, Cornette, we're making ground on you, buddy. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we're in double digits. <laughs> All right. Quint, Quentin's obviously getting delusional. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I need to, um, yeah, I need to go get me some more Mountain Dew because I'm running on empty now. All right. I had fun. Matches, my match wasn't that. Your match was good. So, but I had fun anyway. So, oh, yeah. anything else to add? Nothing for me. Uh, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, quick charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.